We are just waiting, and there we go, bam, I set it, boom. I had a little almost disaster on my desk. Bottle of water, almost went all over where, and that would've been not so good. But good morning, everyone. It is Friday. What does that mean for two sisters? It means it's a fantabulous day. We wanna celebrate us. We wanna celebrate you. Good morning, everyone. This is Carol Sue, AKA Naughty Boss, Lady Canna. Did you hear? Published author with two. This does. And good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 4.0. And in the tagline, <laughs> excuse me, in the tagline today was, how do you navigate? Navigation. Wow. That's and I a am cool thing, navigation. How are you navigating this morning there, sister? Well, I'm not talking about port or starboard, which Maybe I have that switched around. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a boat person, but navigation. So this popped up obviously for me today because there's a lot of popping going on up here, right? How do you navigate with something? Again, toward like you, you plan your day out or you plan a thought that this is what's going to happen and something, something inevitably will happen. So how do you navigate around that? And I think what I am specifically referring to for me personally is being back at kickboxing and navigating my way to tone it down, which I've been doing pretty awesome with. Wrapping my foot, I can't kick the bag, I'm doing all the right things, and I'm still getting a great workout. <laughs> but last night, Actually, yesterday afternoon, it kind of started. Just had that kind of tension headache. My neck was sore. My back is sore. And I am feeling much better today. But I knew I had to navigate those feelings. Was I going to go to kickboxing this morning? Or should I take a day off? I listened to my body. I took the morning off. Now, normally, I would feel, oh my gosh, I didn't go to work out. Oh my God. Oh my God. And I'm so cool with that. I was cool as a cucumber. Normally I have those freak out feelings. So I just want to share that the navigation part of it is all about creating mindful practices and I'm okay with that. So just wanted to share that, get that out of the way. I love that idea. I mean, navigate, we're always navigating, we're always pivoting and we have to kind of renegotiate, you know, that contract, what we have with ourselves. When we, we talk about a health and wellness journey, we are making a commitment to who we are. We're having a contract with ourselves to see something through, whether it's to uh, have that transformation, whether it has to change that mindset, whether it has to eat healthier, get in that fitness whatever that fitness may be, because we talk about many ways of different ways of fitness. You can do, uh, the, you know, going to kickboxing, weightlifting, using uh, bands, swimming, jogging, power walking, pickleball, tennis. I mean, there's so many different avenues to get your health, but the, the bottom line is you make a contract. And what happens with a typical contract? You are committing to either building you're committing to uh, something that has the end result 
and you need to fulfill that contract. So are you fulfilling with read sometimes that you have to re renegotiate and navigate a little bit differently because of an injury? Maybe you're not feeling well, but you still want to get that healthy on and you have to pivot around different scenarios. Is it an injury? Is it because you know you got the kind of the mindset not in the right place? Maybe you have a pivot, of just what's going on in your life that you have another commitment to, you have an appointment, you have something to do with your family, and that's kind of in the way of fulfilling that contract with yourself. So for me, you always have to kind of re-navigate. You always have to uh, set up ways to maybe have to turn something one way or the other to make sure that you fulfill your commitment to yourself. So I always think of the commitment that we make to our health journey in all wellness, in all healthness, it has to do with really following through with the commitment. And it's okay that you may have to renegotiate, re-navigate just because something else has occurred. And a lot of times, sadly, when we have that injury, where we have that distraction or, oof, I got to change my plans again today because I got to fit this in. We tend to put our needs in the back burner and use the renegotiation as an excuse not to fulfill the commitment and or the contract. That comes with mindset and say, no, you know, I deserve this. I deserve to fulfill my commitment to myself. I just got to pivot it a little bit. Got to squeeze it in another way. I've got to actually go about it with a different mindset because I can't fulfill it the way I initially thought I was going to. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think too, too often people give up on themselves. And that's what Fantabulous Friday is all about. Not giving up, celebrating your wins, celebrating, hey, like here's a celebration for Jan. She had to listen to our body. And sometimes that's a hard thing. It's almost like we are, you know, having that conversation and that with the person in the mirror ourselves. Hmm, I really want to go. But in this particular instance, it's not beneficial for me. It's actually going to either do more damage or it's going to delay the inevitable of getting healthy enough where I can go back full time or maybe not even full time the way that I want to, but still get back in the game. So sometimes the navigation has to be, I got to put the brakes on because if I keep continuing to do the commitment the way that I want to do it, I'm gonna cause more harm than good. So part of navigating, part of pivoting is taking a pause, reflectance. What's my body telling me? You know, it's kind of like intuition as well. So you have the physical body telling you something, but you also have the intuition that as much as I really want to go is, you know, I love the camaraderie when I go to uh, kickboxing. I, I love all the instructors. They really get my jam going. What good is it going? What benefit am I going to get if I'm really not, a, you know, not even 90%, 80%, 70%. If I'm only at 30% and I know that being at 30% is going to bring me back right back to zero again, I'm not going to chance it. So we do have to listen to our bodies. We have to listen to our mind and make that decision that it's okay that I got to re-navigate how I'm doing something. And you've done that. I mean, you've been working more on your upper body, which is a great thing. 
not using the, the kicking the bag with your foot because you're, that's where the injury is. So how many of you, how many of our audience or our listeners find themselves in that predicament? Maybe you're a power walker or you're a jogger and you've sprained your ankle or broken your ankle. That is going to really curtail that particular activity. And it's okay to say, mm, I've got to come up with something a little bit different because I, I, I just can't do that. I'm going to re-injure it or I'm going to prolong the injury. You don't want to do that either, right? So we have to come up with different ways. Uh, as far as health and wellness would say eating, again, if you have been kind of like really watching, making sure that you're eating all the food groups, you're really uh, concentrating on portion control right and then you happen now you know we're getting into that cookout barbecue season you still want to you know still on stay stay on that health and wellness journey but there's now choices that you may have to re-navigate with so we always believe that two sisters concurrently always always no matter you know we we differ in some things but the one thing we always chat about is you should never deprive yourself of food, uh, especially going into a barbecue season. Easter Sunday's coming up. You know, different foods are going to be introduced into that normal routine, and it's okay. What you have to be mindful of and renegotiate and navigate through is I really want that piece of ham, or I want that, you know, whatever that, that yummy treat is, but I'm going to do it in a way that I'm not going to totally derail my success. So I'm going to eat it. I'm just going to have a small portion. So there's so many ways that we can renegotiate, renavigate on our health and wellness journey and still find that success of the voyage of the journey getting to our goals. Don't you think? Yes, because our goals are should be very specific, but in a way that is real realistically oriented so if you plan to run a marathon for instance and you've never run before that's kind of a monumental thing to do so you have to you have to think realistically in order to achieve that now something that has been in the back of my mind for a few months now and i think we briefly chatted about this was 75 hard. Mm -hmm. I want to, I kind of have it in the back of my mind that I want to start on April 1st. So as I was navigating, was I going to cancel my class this morning? I thought, well, I still can do 75 hard. You know, if I'm indoors and it's a day that I'm not kickboxing, I can do Donovan Green's chair exercises. And by the way, if you've never heard of Donovan Green, go to YouTube. He is phenomenal. He has a great following, but more importantly, he has just that charisma about him. Like he wants you to do well. And his tagline is, if you can sit, you can get fit. So check him out. I love so that line. Yeah, so that's a, a different avenue for me. And for anybody that is, are, is having issues that really can't get up and exercise. So already with everything buzzing around in this head of mine, I know I'm gonna be successful on 75 hard. I'm pretty much committed to starting on April 1st, 
although I have not cemented that date, but that's kind of what I want to do. And actually that is, would be next uh, Thursday. Correct, that would be Holy Thursday. Yeah. Next Thursday is Holy Thursday. And uh, for those you know that are Christian and Easter Sunday is coming up, you know, that again is a, a weekend where a lot of times you find family and friends gathering and, you know, the, the meal choices will be a little bit different because it's a holiday. So trying to commit to a program like 75 hard, sometimes for some people, when they have that mindset, do I want to start something like that right before a holiday is something to consider. The other piece to, if you don't know what 75 hard is, I highly suggest that you look at it. One of the things that you have to check off is drinking a gallon of water. Now I found last year when we had, we made it to, I think it was 43 days, or at least I made it to 43 days. I'm pretty sure you were pretty much on the same track I was. And we had to uh, pause it because of, you know, we were dealing with dad. I really found that that's when I was having uh, some, some, some pain in my stomach. And it turns out that for me, and again, we, we try to talk about health and wellness and understand that different generations, your age group does impact your health and wellness. And you have to be mindful of that. So for me, drinking an entire gallon, while I did have success with it, was too much for my particular digestive tract. And so I, you know, then you go, well, how do you renavigate? You know, you're trying to, you want to be involved in a group like that and the challenge, because it's a challenge. It also has to do with mindset and commitment. Is it okay? And that's where you kind of have that conversation with yourself, that, you know, that conversation in the mirror to still embark on a 75 fire challenge, but also being mindful of your own health and wellness. So how could you do that? Well, you can, because we all at the end of the, at the end of the day, we have to consider our health and wellness and our age in, into these different factors. Now that does not mean that another person in their sixties could not drink the gallon of water. It's really individual to that particular person's own health and wellness needs. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start out trying to do the gallon again, but if I'm finding that I have the stomach issues again, then I'm going to have to curtail that. So, but I already know that going in. And as long as you know that, and that does not mean, you know, you're still following the 75 hard app, you're still doing everything else that's required of you. You know, does that make you fail in his particular challenge? And that's really up for debate. He may say, no, you can't do the challenge because this is what my challenge is. Then you have to say, hmm, well, what would mine be then if I could do everything but that piece to it? I'm not really sure. So that's a great question. How, how would you answer that? I think that is a great question. And that, by the way, he has an amazing podcast as well. Andy Frizella, real as F. Yeah. And he's he's awesome. So that brings up to, to, for a great debate, you know, if you can't drink that gallon of water, so maybe do your own version of 75 hard, maybe not necessarily using the app. You can even just 
do it with the notes on your cell phone, you know, and we can give you the critiques if, um, I don't know if I have the, oh, well, I can't look at it now. But well, we, 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 you have to read, uh, you take a picture of yourself every morning. <laughs> mm -hmm. You read 10 pages a day. You do two 45 minute routines, one indoors and one outdoors. The gallon of water, mm -hmm. no alcohol and no cheat meals. I believe that's pretty much it. Now, a cheat meal, a lot of people say, well, what is a cheat meal? Again, that's up for interpretation, what, what you consider a cheat meal. So if you are going by eating all the food groups, but you're being mindful of the amount, and we know that you know protein should be roughly about the size of your fist, mm -hmm. your, your veggies, your, your colorful fruits and vegetables should be probably at least double that, should actually take three quarters of your plate and uh, if you're going to do a, a starch, it should be like half of your protein. So to me, a cheat meal would be a luxurious meal that you would normally eat probably high in calories. That is what I consider a cheat meal. Uh, but also a cheat meal could be if you are being mindful of carbs. Yeah, eating four slices of pizza would be a cheat meal. Uh, eating cake would be, you know, cheating. That's my version of cheat. I love cake. I love cupcakes. I love cookies. And a big cheat meal for, for me would be nachos with lots of cheese. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. That would be a cheat meal. Uh, regarding cupcakes, though, there are healthier versions now that you can do with almond flour, coconut flour, whatnot, um, using a healthy hummus you know, sugar-free this, sugar-free that. And you, a lot of people make all these you know, different things and make it right in a mug and stick it in the microwave and it's very good. So there are ways of going about that. So I think pretty much everyone would know what they would consider in their realm of their eating habit, what is a cheat meal. So you just kind of have to know there's certain things that, you know, you, you can't eat a pound of pasta, people. <laughs> you can't eat, you know, brownies every day. You know, the Ghirardelli, fudgy, extra gooey, brownies that is a cheat i really was introduced uh about a month ago to it's called abbott's frozen custard i am not a custard person so when i heard first heard about it i'm like no i really you know i don't eat ice cream often because of the dairy but once in a while i i i have to admit i absolutely love a hot fudge sundae i'm, I'm more about the chocolate the fudge and i always ask for the extra hot fudge so we were trying to find a local place in the area and we found it was called Abbott's Custard. And when I heard it about it, I'm like, ooh, that's not ice cream, frozen custard, gross. And I said, okay, well, let's go check it out. Well, it turns out it is a family run business. And I want to say 1908, or I don't even know, like it's really, really, they've been in business for a long time. And there's not many of them around them. There are a few in New England from what I understand. So what it is, it has to do with the ingredients. So in their version of what I'm gonna say, ice cream, which they call custard, they add eggs to it. And there's a whole process on how they manufacture it and it goes into the special machine. So the actual quality of the ice cream is a denser, it's denser than ice cream. Tastes just like ice cream, but it's denser, creamier and denser, if that makes sense. And it was ooh delicious and ooh, probably a cheat meal. 
So I'd have to stay away from those. And when I ask them, can I get some extra hot fudge? Oh, they delivered. So that would be a cheat meal. That sounds delicious. And it made me think of Froyo in North Haven, where it's a self-serve type of place. And of course they have all the you know, toppings and whatnot. And the funniest one was when Gary and I were there a couple of years ago and a grandfather came in with his two little grandchildren. And of course their eyes were like, wow, ice cream, candy. Like It was just such a pleasure to watch this, <coughs> excuse me, but also funny as hell because of course they picked the biggest cop. Now the grandfather, apparently we assumed that he had never been there. So of course they fill their cups with ice cream. They are piling the toppings on. So, I mean, here are these two little kids, probably about the size of Ray Ray and Jetty. And they have these humongous ice cream. So it's by weight. So the, oh, Lord. the grandfather didn't get anything as I recall, put the two things on it. And it was like 20 something dollars. And we were dying. The poor grandfather was like. What happened to the old $1.99 ice cream cone? Not there. No, 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 no. You don't, you don't want to bring, uh, you know. Because it's, it's M&Ms, there's gummies, there's, uh, from what I remember, there's, you know, the, the different shots, the, you know, nuts and M&Ms and M&Ms with peanuts and chocolate mints. Like there's a ton of candy in there. So it's not just ice cream. Right. That would definitely be a cheat. And what was even more funnier about it, the grandfather was trying to navigate between each child. So when he would work with one child, the other one, like and we were watching this, it was hysterical, would look to see if the grandfather was looking and then open up the shoe, you know, like the gummy bears would come out and he would just like, <laughs> So yeah, I, I kind of think that perhaps they, and I'm almost positive they didn't eat the whole thing that night, but I kind of guess that they probably had little tummy aches. Oh, I, I bet, because I mean, it's, that is an overload of sugar. And it's so funny how as a child, you know, you see the results when a child's had way too much sugar, their activity level gets a little cray cray and they're very active and uh, maybe not always cooperating with the, the uh, adult and or parent, grandparent are trying to convey to them. But you also notice an overdose of sugar, how it affects an adult, affects us. If I have too much sugar, sugar I'm like, I'm in the bathroom. Like I, I, it's like my body's saying, get rid of this crap. And it's funny because yesterday, uh, our local uh, Pickle University is hosting a four-day tournament and you know there's different vendors there so we were walking around checking out the different vendors and one of them uh, was an athletic shoe sneaker and they actually have pickleball sneakers so i'm going to go back and check them out this morning but he was also having people sample an electrolyte type of drink so immediately me you know health and wellness i immediately look at the label <clears throat> and there was a high amount of grams of sugar and it was refined sugar however you know in this particular instance the drink was probably really geared for a marathon runner you know somebody that you know endurance runner endurance uh you know climber you know 
on that line. For the average person just taking care of their own health and wellness, it would not be a drink that I would recommend because it was refined sugar, number one, but it was also a high level of the grams. So we were chatting about that. And, you know, then we kind of got on that subject of how, you know, really sugar impacts someone's electrolytes, number one, but also impacts their their well-being their their attitude their their feeling and for some you kind of get that sugar rush and everyone thinks oh you know they don't really i got all this energy but it's not a healthy energy because let's face it sugar is not the healthiest thing for our bodies we need some of it but not to you know that overload so imagine those little children eating all that sugar while you know kids deal with it a little bit differently is still not the healthiest thing. So moderation is key to any health and wellness challenge that you are want to uh, embark on and making sure that that journey is bringing out the best in you for navigating through, you know, what I'm going to eat, the choices I'm going to do, you know, what is a cheat meal? Can I have a little of this? And it really, everything is, I mean, it almost sounds passe and cliche to say, things in moderation, but that's the whole point. Moderation has to do with choice. And we always talk about life is coin, good side, bad side, good, bad, dark, light, whatever. And how much of those items or those types of foods are gonna be classified in that cheat group. And that's always just something to be mindful of. Does not mean you can't still enjoy them, but if you're embarking on a challenge, you really have to decide like, I'm, I'm not, going to do this and can i it's it's when they say 75 hard it's 75 days and when you think about that it's over a month six weeks so right it is a commitment and exactly. i you know, suggest anyone getting involved in committing but understanding what you're committing to right exactly and, mm -hmm. and i'm sorry i hit the uh my printer and i didn't mean to do that so it's got right. But the 75 hard too, you know, it's also a way to navigate and make time for yourself. Who doesn't love to read? Well, I know that there are some people that don't like to read. Obviously, I love to read by all the books behind me. And what better way to navigate to do something that maybe you think is hard but think of how you'll feel once you start it, once you're involved with it, when you finish with it. I mean, there's a lesson to be learned in there every day. We try to learn every day, right? You never start, you never stop learning, but there's always a place to start if you want to achieve something. Right, and celebrate that. I mean, it is a commitment. I always say, if you're gonna embark on this kind of a commitment, make sure that you have an accountability accountability group your own network to say oh i'm struggling today you know what are you doing to get your reading and what are you doing to get that second workout in oh my god today's crappy out it's raining i can't go outside and do something sure you can you know even stepping in place dragging in place that's movement and the whole point of the 75 hard while many people do have a transformation the transformation really is about the mindset. A lot of people don't get that initially. They're thinking it's a it's a transformation in weight and or physicality, which that is part of it. 
but it's really about the mindset, committing to something and seeing it through to the end because ultimately, and, and they do, if you have the app or when you get the app, you have to actually physically check off. You've got to upload your picture. And he kind of reminds you in his own way of doing things. Did you really do it? Or are you just checking the box up? Did you really read those 10 pages? Did you really get those things in? Now, the other key piece to it is if you forget, the, you'll get a reminder alert and it'll basically say, and he always says that, you know what, if you didn't, if you screwed up and you didn't get done, guess what? You're not out of it. You just start from day one again. So it really, you have to really kind of understand to that kind of commitment and whatever you decide to do, whether it's 75 hard or other challenges, I highly and strongly suggest that you do get that group, that accountability group, because we all need that. We all need, like even you and I, we need that accountability. Hey, did you get, did you check off? Did you get everything in that you're supposed to? Gosh, I still have, you know, 80, you know, 20 more ounces to get in or, or, you know, I've got to get that reading in. Damn it. I didn't get that second workout. And I, all right, I got to talk to you later. I got to run outside. So when you got somebody helping you and cheering you on and you're doing the same for that other person, it really does help help with the challenge to keep you accountable, but also being mindful of, you know, I really want this. I want to be successful at this particular challenge. So uh, regardless of what challenge you, anyone decides to get or embark on any kind of health and wellness challenge, I highly suggest that. And I was just thinking of something funny when we were doing this last summer, and I think maybe we were three or four weeks into it. And obviously that's when I was going to kickboxing every morning at 5 a.m. And I had gotten back from kickboxing. It was an hour and a half later. And I'm like, okay, well, I have time, you know, because we used to do the podcast every morning at 9 a.m. Got my 45 minute walk in, took a quick shower. And before we got online, you're like, oh, you know, I'm just starting today, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, I already did my two workouts. And you were like, what? That's cheating. And I said, I did not cheat. I did not do it back to back. Right. That's the other key that we want to make sure that people understand that is you cannot do it back to back. So you have two 45 minute sessions. One is indoors. One has to be outdoors, but they can't, can, they cannot be back to back. So you have to space them out. But because you were up so early, you managed to get them both in still with time in between them. So you weren't, you weren't cheating. But, but it was so funny because I remember the expression on your face. You're like, what? You were cheating. I said, no, I didn't. I waited an hour and a half, almost two hours. Yeah. Yeah. But you were up early, so you got it done. So for, for those people that are early risers, yes, you can certainly get in that first 45 pretty much on cue. It's you'll find as the day goes on, like I actually set a time frame. If I'm gonna do I'm, I'm gonna embark on a challenge like that, I set a time frame. It, the the second one needs to be done by blankety blank time because I know my mindset you know you get to a certain point in the day and you're like hey, it's not happening <laughs> just not getting it in so I, I, that's really another key piece to having success doing a challenge is to guess what map it out schedule yourself for those different things that you do schedule yourself the, oh guy I gotta read 10 pages that's easy for those of us that love to read Right, or do, write a calendar, just get a calendar and write it out. So you physically, and make sure it's in a place that you visually can see it. Don't just, you know, I mean, I put it in my planner, but my planner's out. 
because I like groceries, like I, I do everything in my planner. But if that's not, that, that doesn't work for you, exactly. Print out a calendar and put it in somewhere, the kitchen, wherever. So it's a visual aid. So you know what your day is going to be because we know that we can celebrate our wins when we're organized. I think that's a key piece to anything that we embark. Life, health and wellness, our daily living. When you're organized, it's a better way to set yourself up for success. And with that, it is Fantabulous Friday. What are you celebrating today? What wins did you have this week? We always talk about a win does not have to be this huge thing. That's great and awesome if it is, but guess what? If this was the first week that you did five days in a row of making your bed, pat yourself on the back. If you completed all that laundry or cleaned out that closet, which that's my big project next week, because most of you don't realize my whole closet collapsed. So what does that mean? Does it mean I have too many clothes? Well, that could be part of it. I did go through stuff and I got rid of two, two and a half bags worth of clothes and donated them to Goodwill. But that's my project. So it doesn't matter what your project is. Maybe it was you want to organize a drawer. Maybe it was clean out your refrigerator. Maybe it was just to get your healthy on and be consistent. Whatever that win was, pat yourself on the back. Good job to yourself. Have that chat with yourself in the mirror and make sure that you tell yourself that you love yourself. Because when you do and you appreciate who for who you are, you are a better human being to other people. And that's that domino effect of really putting out kindness into the world. So with that, this is Carol Sue, AKA Lady Cannon, Naughty Boss, published author, having a fantabulous Friday with my two sisters. And good morning again, everyone. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 4.0. Time to navigate. Have a great weekend. We have some amazing guests next week and you never know who may pop in. Just saying. Bye, everyone. Have a great day. Take care.